If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Sonoma County is shifting its coronavirus focus from mandates to personal responsibility. County health officials are making this shift as part of a new normal with the aim and goal of limiting COVID spread among essential workers, racial and ethnic minorities and seniors. So the county lifted its restrictions on large indoor gatherings on Friday, and the county is expected to adjust the indoor mask mandate just to the unvaccinated this week. But these moves come as active cases continue to decline. Last month, Netflix announced they are raising their prices. Well, an email about the change is finally making its way to our email inboxes of existing subscribers. So they were very selective with their choice of words and the internet is really mad at Netflix because of it. They purposely didn't call it an increase even though that's exactly what it is. Instead, they refer to it as an update. They said, quote, we hope you're enjoying everything Netflix has to offer. We're updating our prices to bring you more great entertainment. And by the way, your monthly price will change on March 12th. Everyone, everywhere is increasing their prices. Costco, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. What's next? Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, um, gas. Well, Granger Smith. Come on, come on, sing along, sing along to my bathroom song. He's trying out his acting skills in a new movie called Moonrise, which he just finished filming. Uh, Granger shared on social media that Moonrise is about a country singer who lost his wife and struggles to find purpose, redemption, forgiveness, embrace fatherhood, faith, and ultimately the ability to love again. Uh, sounds like the ultimate Hallmark movie. <laughs> but there's no release date yet. Uh, Granger shared that he is working on a Moonrise soundtrack, and I'm sure he'll give us an update on After Midnight with Granger Smith right here on Froggy 92.9, 12 a.m. to 5 a.m. Morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. What job would you be terrible at? And I'm saying this out of respect. There's a job I could never do because I can't hang. I cannot handle it. I could never be an electrician. The other day I was trying to fix an old lamp and I electrocuted myself because, well, I just don't know how wires work and the lamp was still plugged in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt so dumb. Just trying to, you know, get wires together, fix them and stuff like that. Then zzz, 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 zzz. Why didn't you just buy an old, I mean, why didn't you just buy a new lamp? That's what I would have done. This lamp is pretty old. It's been around since the 70s. And uh, I really like the lamp. And I want to keep the lamp around. So I thought I could fix it myself. I bet, like. Bet you can find one just like it. Probably. But I like to view <laughs> myself as someone who is pretty handy. I can fix a lot of stuff. However, when it comes to wires, no way, Jose. I am not touching it anymore. Even when the breaker is off, I'm nervous to flip it back over. I say, I can't handle it. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. I mean, props to you for trying to fix this old lamp. But I, maybe it's just like, I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I think what I'm learning is my own limits. That's just something that I could never do. And thankfully, I'm not trying to become an electrician or anything like that because I would get fired within three days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you would study and you you might be okay after that. But as <laughs> as you stand right now as Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning, no. Yeah. Uh, Amber, is there a job that you can never do? Um. Yeah, I... <laughs> 
well, first of all, so many things. But I think about being a server a lot, especially when I'm out like to lunch or something like that. And I'm just like, I don't think I could ever do this. It's tough. And they have to deal with like people like being rude. And yeah. I just don't think I could ever do it. Like my heart, my heart would hurt. My girlfriend was a server for a while and you have to have a lot of patience with that job. Uh, getting a lot of great response, uh, responses on our Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page. Sophia from Santa Rosa said, I'd be a bad teacher. I'm not a patient person at all. Uh, Pete from Windsor says, construction worker. Always miss a nail when I try to hammer something. <laughs> and Natalie from Rona Park said, an artist. I don't think anybody will pay for stick figures. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Up this with Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. So I wouldn't say my Valentine's Day was like the worst ever, but it was very unconventional. Last night, I went and bought some nice champagne. I was like, okay, Cole and I are going to have like a nice dinner. But we ended up just making bratwurst. So it was like the booze were more expensive than the food. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of fun, though. It was not bad. I, I love Broward, so was, I'm on board. I picked it. That's the thing. He was like, what do you want to eat? And I was like looking through the like freezer and I was like, wait. You know, it kind of sounds good, Bratwurst. He's like, really? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So he's super down. But <laughs> the thing is, I got home yesterday and he brought home a flower that he had taken from the property at the hotel he works at. <laughs> and that was my Valentine's Day gift. You know what? I think that's actually incredibly sweet. He, <laughs> he picked a flower for you. He looked at all those flowers and you went, you went, you know what? That reminds me of my fiance. He was like, it's fresh off the lot. Picked it myself. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Ah, that's fresh off the lot. <laughs> I was like, thanks, babe. It's really nice. So we like put it in a little cup uh, it's really pretty flower but i mean i don't want to say it's like the worst valentine's day gift i've ever received at least it was something yeah and you know it's just unconventional but tanner like let's talk about that what's the worst valentine's day gift you've ever received i know it immediately i had an ex <laughs> that bought me a bunch of cleaning supplies one year it was a cat litter scooper it was rubber gloves it was cleaning wipes and i was like what is this supposed to mean is that a little jab at me because I'm not the most clean guy in the world? A little passive aggressive. Or maybe she really wanted those things for herself. Yeah. And was like, okay, this is how I'm going to. She mostly buy it. used them. <laughs> <laughs> so happy Valentine's Day to me. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> We've got Jesse from Sebastopol on the phone. Jesse, what's the worst Valentine's gift you've ever gotten? Um, I got a like a 25 cent ring, but I was. My first love, and I wore this ring all the time, and I ended up um, having to get it. My dad had to cut it off my finger because <gasps> it turned my finger green and it got infected, and I had to go to the doctor. And it was just horrible. I didn't wear rings for a very, very long time. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Oh, man, that's gross. That's gross. That's gross. That's so gross. That's gross. Okay, that's gross. Gross. You are right. That was gross. This is going to blow your mind. A new study says that the average person's vehicle has more germs than the average toilet seat. Really? I'm, I'm not... I don't know why, but I'm not that surprised. Really? That shocked me. Apparently, most of the germs are in your trunk. A lot of E. coli, apparently, brews up there. No way. But also, your driver's seat is absolutely disgusting as well. What about F. coli? What F about coli? G. coli? Or Z. coli? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was not a great joke. So, so, Amber, I wanted to put your skills to the test. We're going to play a game called More 
or less. Okay. Amber, you have to guess whether or not these things in our lives are cleaner than a toilet seat. Got it. All right. Here's item number one. By the way, I got five things for you. And if you get five out of five right, I'll buy you some toilet cleaner. Thanks. <laughs> I guess. Or maybe some car cleaner, because that's what we need. Yeah, that's, yeah. Here's item number one. More or less germs than a toilet seat, a TV remote. Less germs. That is incorrect. There's more. 20 times more dirty than your toilet. Hmm. Doesn't that seem weird? I gotta go home and clean my remote now. <laughs> Item number two, more or less, your dog's mouth. Less. That's correct. Dog saliva can actually clean wounds. Here's item number Ooh. three, more or less, germs in your toilet, your cell phone. More. That's correct. The average phone has 1,479 bacteria hotspots compared to 220 on toilet seats. Especially if you have an Android. Just kidding. <laughs> more or less, a toothbrush. Oh, I'm going to say more. That's correct. The average toothbrush contains 10 million bacteria or more. <laughs> that makes Gross. me want to get a new toothbrush. <laughs> and here, here it is, the last one. More or less germs in your toilet. Coins. That's got to be. Mm, this might be a tricky one. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say more. That is incorrect. Less. So coins are made of metal, and some of the metals in coins have a lot of antibacterial properties. Oh, interesting. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy ninety two point nine. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Wordle fans are now claiming the New York Times has made the game too hard since purchasing it, but the paper denies tinkering with the game. So here's what Wordle fans are saying online. Someone said, ever since New York Times bought Wordle, the game got a little too hard. I'm not playing anymore. This score is embarrassing. And someone said, I had to use two different browsers for extra guesses and still barely got the word. Uh, this last one's one really funny to me. Uh, today's wordle should be used to punish war criminals. That was so hard. So I, too, am at a loss for wordles. <laughs> if you don't know what wordle is, it's a game <laughs> in which players have like six guesses to determine a new word each day. It's been really fun. And it's from the creator. His name is Josh Wardle, uh, a play on his name. And the New York Times actually purchased the game from him this week for an undisclosed seven-figure sum. Then they migrated the digital, like, Scrabble spinoff game uh, to their website. Now, I've personally noticed over the past two days that the game has gotten exponentially more difficult since this takeover. And not only that, my winning streaks were completely wiped. Uh, during the game's migration to the Times website. Listen, I realize that these are first world problems, but here's my thing about all this. I I just think that Josh created something amazing for us and during a time where we needed it, we needed this distraction, we needed these connections. And, you know, for example, my fiance and I have been playing this game every night with each other. It's been something we've been bonding over. And then the New York Times just decided that everyone's day needed a little more stress by upping the wordle stakes. It's just not cool. And, and you know, no offense to Josh for trying to get a payday, but it just goes to show you that selling out isn't always the best decision, especially 
you know, for something wonderful like this that he created. It's kind of ruined now. Um, now, despite the cavalcade of criticism that the New York Times is getting online, they have claimed up and down that they did not monkey with the vocabulary game. But what do you think? Do you think Wordle is more difficult? What are your thoughts on the New York Times purchase of the game? Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Amber, I gotta say thank you for something. You did something for me that has saved me so much time. You put a sticky note on my wall that says the word restaurant. (laughs) And I appreciate that so much because I hate, I hate the word restaurant because I can never spell it correctly. (laughs) You spelled it right, right here. Yay! Well, that's because the sticky note. Yes. (laughs) And so it's really saved me so much time because every time I type the word restaurant, I have to search it on Google to make sure I have the right spelling of it. And my spell check has completely given up on me. It doesn't even give me recommendations for the word restaurant anymore. It's done. I'm over over you, Tanner. My computer's like, you know what? We've tried. Okay. I've tried. You've tried. You've been like, hey, dude. This Facebook post spells restaurant incorrectly. Restaurant. Like, <sighs> you have to, like, I, I know the English language is so dumb. I, I get yeah. it. It's very frustrating. My entire life, I've nev- never been able to spell this word. I feel like everybody has one word that they can't spell. Like, if I was on a TV show and they were like, Tanner, for $1 million, spell the word restaurant. It's like, keep your million bucks. You'd I'm not even going to try. Trouble. Absolutely. I don't have my sticky note by me. Uh, <laughs> Amber, do you have any word in the English uh, dictionary that you cannot spell correctly no matter how hard you try? Um, Or that you definitely have to check spell check every time oh you type gosh, it? There's so many, but I, I am recalling a word right now that I had trouble spelling growing up, and you're going to laugh, but it was strong. For some reason, I always wanted to add an E to it. Mm. So like in the third grade, my mom was like, why are you adding an E to strong? (laughs) And I was just like, I have no idea. It looks better this way. And she was like, but it's not spelled that way, child. (laughs) I'm like, okay. It's funny. You said the same thing to me with restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Getting some great responses on our froggy Instagram. We're talking about words that you can't spell correctly no matter how hard you try. Maddie from Windsor says it took years to spell katati correctly and she said i used to have to spell it out uh nikki or nick excuse me from healdsburg says every form of your oh no <laughs> <laughs> vicky from Petaluma says the word separate the first eight is sneaky like a cup of coffee and a sunrise the crew is up and the coffee is ready hey good morning amber and tanner mornings froggy 92.9 so i saw Today and yesterday, that social media has been flooded with people who agree with each other that Sunday's hip-hop heavy halftime performance was the best Super Bowl halftime performance they had ever seen. So Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, they were all among the iconic artists to appear on the stage at the SoFi Arena in an explosive performance. It was so much fun. I enjoyed watching it. But Tanner, do you agree that this was the best you've ever seen? Or is there another Super Bowl halftime performance that sticks out to you? I will say it's definitely top three, but I don't think it's the best ever. I'm going to go back to 2007 and say that Prince was the best halftime show. Prince. 
There's a lot of memes going around that said, who put a football game in the middle of a Prince concert? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was a kid during this halftime show, and it was the first one I can remember being completely enamored. Yeah. Like, I loved it, and it will always be my favorite. Well, I think that Katy Perry in 2015 delivered a really epic halftime show during Super Bowl 49, and the the dancing sharks were the best. It went viral, the left shark or whatever. Oh, yeah. It was like... <laughs> so adorable and I was so entertained but she also had like a massive tiger prop fireworks an appearance from Missy Elliott I I was so entertained when she performed it was great I remember that left shark everybody was the left shark for uh Halloween the next year it was really fun it was like a very like pop culture viral moment but we asked on Facebook facebook.com slash froggy 929 what was your favorite Super Bowl halftime performance Tracy from Santa Rosa said, Lady Gaga, and I'm not that big of a fan. Oh, and I think Bruno Mars should come back and do a solo performance. Oh, I yeah, agree. That's, that's a good one. Uh, David from Cloverdale agrees with you, Tanner. He said, Prince, I thought that was very entertaining. And Mary from Santa Rosa said, I loved Jennifer Lopez and Shakira in 2020. Goddesses. <laughs> <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Hello. Hi, is this James? James, who's calling? My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you about your home, and a neighbor has complained um, about the amount of Amazon packages you have delivered to your home. I don't appreciate you laughing at me, sir. I understand you purchase a lot of things online, and my client is sick and tired of all the trucks and the traffic going on in your neighborhood and all the clutter that's on your doorstep. Why is it my neighbor's concern? I I don't understand. It's your neighbor's concern because uh, they were actually late to work because of an Amazon truck, and additionally, uh, the the clutter on your doorstep is actually an HOA violation. I I was unaware that there was uh, a cap on Amazon packages or deliveries that can be made. I, I, I don't even think that's a real thing. We've been monitoring the packages at your doorstep and it averages at seven per week, and that is just extremely excessive. You're monitoring my packages? Absolutely, what? sir. Because of that, we're going to limit you to one online purchase a week, and if you exceed that, we're going to take your packages directly from your doorstep and donate them to charity. Lawyer, and you're telling me that this is a legal thing you can do to me? Absolutely, sir. Just And uh, I think you might need to get some counseling for a shopping addiction. Whoa, 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 wait, that, wait, wait. You know, I, I was I was starting to, to think about what you were saying, but then when you start throwing personal insults, uh, I, I don't I don't think that's a professional thing for a lawyer to be doing. All right. Don't ever speak to me like that again. Oh, I'll speak to you however I want, sir. It's obvious that you have a problem and I have to deal with it because you don't have your crap together. No, no, we don't have a problem. My wife and I order from Amazon because, you know, that's what we do. Your online shopping habits is wreaking havoc on the neighborhood. So you are very selfish, sir. And you're, caught, you're making that to be a problem? Absolutely. Like I, I'm causing problems in my neighborhood because I ordered from Amazon? You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. I'll get a lawyer, too. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, 
man. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. So do you ask people to take off their shoes before coming into your home? Might have a little dirt on my boots, I'm going to come into your house tonight. Well, look, I've noticed that a lot of like people are becoming like shoeless homes. Uh, My friend bought a new house recently and she asked me to take off my shoes before I came in. And she was like, we're becoming a shoeless house. And I was fine with it. Like, I'm fine with taking off my shoes. But when people come over to my apartment, I'm not going to ask them to take off their shoes. But I, I don't know if it's like an etiquette thing or like a southern thing or what, but I, I just feel weird asking people, like, hey, you take off your shoes. There's you know? a certain way to do it. I think your friend saying, hey, we're a shoeless house, is, like, a nice way to do it sure. compared to some households I've been to that are like, take off your shoes. <laughs> or Shoe, else. Shoes off. <laughs> like, or, have they have signs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You get shocked if you don't, like, take off your shoes yeah. or something crazy. You have to sit in the basement the entire time if you have your shoes on. <laughs> Well, look, I know there's, like, exemptions to this, like, for religious reasons and things like that. But, I mean, are you also a shoeless house or a shoeless home? For my household, we are a shoeless home. We just like to take our shoes off. But if someone comes over, I'm not going to tell them to take off their shoes. It's all about their comfort level. Some people don't want to take off their shoes, and that's totally fine. It's up to them. Yeah, and if I've got, like, you know, some dirt on my boots... (laughs) Or if I've got like, you know, grass or lava, whatever it is on my shoe and I try to come in your home, I'm going to take them off. Like there are exceptions. Take a run through the Petaluma cornfield, come (laughs) over. Yeah, you might want to take your shoes off for that one. (laughs) All right. So uh, we took a poll on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Uh, We asked, do you ask people to take off their shoes before coming into your house? 19% of people said yes, and 81% said no. You know, I think 81% of people in Sonoma County just don't want to smell other people's stinky feet. (laughs) Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. Hope you had a great day with your significant other, your kids, or by yourself. Valentine's Day can still be special if you're by yourself. Uh, I definitely had a great Valentine's Day. Me and my girlfriend went to the Blue Ridge Kitchen in Sebastopol. Then we went to the Tunnel of Love in Healdsburg. Wow. We were talking about that on the show, and I was like, I'll make the trek over there. Why not? That sounds pretty awesome. People were taking a lot of pictures. I did, too. And someone asked me to take a picture of them with their significant other. So I said, yeah, no problem. They handed me their phone. And in maybe two and a half seconds, their phone slipped out of my hand. Boom, face down on the concrete. Did it break? It did not break. Oh, okay. Well, you're lucky. It seemed like I was in an Apple commercial or something like the indestructible screen. (laughs) But immediately I started apologizing. I was like, I'm sorry. I had fried chicken earlier today. My hands are a little (laughs) bit slippery. And my heart just dropped to the ground as well because I was so worried that I ruined somebody else's Valentine's Day. Could you imagine if that happened to you? Some stranger dropped your phone. You're like, Valentine's Day was going great, but this guy named Tanner dropped my phone. (laughs) From Amber Tanner in the morning. He's a phone destroyer. Yeah, no kidding. No, yeah, I totally understand it. I was at my friend's birthday party once 
And her friend, her other friend, dropped her phone on her birthday and oh. shattered it. And she was not happy. There's not nothing worse happy. than dropping somebody else's phone. Because if you break your own phone, you can say, oh, I can't believe I did that. Got to go get a new phone. But if you break somebody else's phone, you got to be like, oh, no. How am I going to pay for your new phone? Do you do you accept Venmo? How do I? Do you have a payment well, plan? <laughs> I mean, they shouldn't make phones so breakable. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It makes me so mad. And then you you buy this expensive phone that's like thousands of dollars, and then you have to put a case on it, a protective glass, and spin I'm like, what is the point? What shocked me about this is that this person's phone didn't have. A case. Any protection? Any protection. And it just dropped face down on the concrete. And I was convinced. Yeah. Even when I picked up the phone, I was like, ooh, this was some risky business over here. can't be doing that. (laughs) Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Sean from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Uh, sure am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Sean, we're going to bring Amber back in and see how the two of you score. Okay. Sean, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Uh, Amber, you're going down. All righty. Half a point bonus rewarded. Amber's running out of the studio as we speak, Sean. Sean, here's question number one. Ryan Reynolds secretly voiced Grimace in McDonald's Super Bowl ad. Who is Ryan Reynolds married to? Well, uh, he's married to Alanis Morissette, I believe. That is incorrect. Here's question number two. Miranda Lambert says that she always wants to give her fans all she has. Miranda Lambert has a solo career, but she is also in a band. Name that band, Sean. Miranda Lambert. Um, Is that uh, Little Big Town? That is incorrect. Here's question number three. Heinz is launching a new line of pasta sauces. Which state is famously the home of Heinz? Is it A, Iowa, B, Illinois, or C, Pennsylvania? Um, I think that's Illinois. That is incorrect. Here's question number four. Sam Hunt says that he feels like he can be more vulnerable in his music than in his personal life. Sam was a collegiate athlete. Which sport did he play? Is it A, football, B, basketball, or C, baseball? Uh, I think that was A, football. That is correct. And here's question number five. Prince William and Kate Middleton may have more children. Who is Prince William's brother? Uh, that Harry? That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Sean from Santa Rosa got two out of five. Those were tough ones. All right, let's see how I do. (laughs) Question number one, Ryan Reynolds secretly voiced Grimace in a new McDonald's Super Bowl ad. Who is Ryan Reynolds married to? Blake Lively? That is correct. Sean from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question number two, Miranda Lambert says that she always wants to give her fans all she has. Miranda Lambert has a solo career, but she is also in a band. Name that band. The Pistol Annies. That is correct. Sean got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to zero. Question number three. Heinz is launching a new line of pasta sauces. Which state is famously the home of Heinz? Is it A, Iowa, B, Illinois, or C, Pennsylvania? Um, Pennsylvania. That is correct. Sean from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to zip. Question number four. Sam Hunt says that he feels like he can be more vulnerable in his music than in his personal life. 
Sam was a collegiate athlete. Which sport did he play? Is it A, football, B, basketball, or C, baseball? Uh, I'm going to guess C, baseball? That is incorrect. He played football. He was actually the starting quarterback at UAB. Fun fact. Uh, Sean got that correct. The score is currently 3-1, to one, and here's question number five. Prince William and Kate Middleton may have more children. Who is Prince William's brother? Uh, Prince Harry. That is correct. Sean also got that correct. The final score, Amber, you got four to Sean's two. Sean, so sorry you were not the champion of the Amber Showdown today. Okay, sorry. Bye, Sean. Just kidding. <laughs> you have one tickets to see Casey Musgraves. The show is going down February 19th at the Oakland Arena. But, Sean, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. You're going to see Casey Musgraves thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Do you ask people to take off their shoes before coming into your home? Might have a little dirt on my boots, but we're going to dance the dust right off them tonight. Apparently, shoeless households are becoming more and more popular these days. Basically, it's people asking their guests to take off their shoes before coming inside or, you know, in their entryway. And I have a couple of friends who've been doing this. I'll come over and they'll be like, hey, remember, we're a shoeless household. Take off your shoes. And I'm like, what if my feet stink? (laughs) I think you would rather have my shoes on than stinky feet. And, you know, there are instances where, like, if it's religion or cultural or if I got, like, lava or something crazy in my shoes I'm gonna take off my shoes but also I, I just wouldn't ask that of somebody right you know like if you know our apartment's not necessarily a shoeless apartment it's also like a box so you're not going too far <laughs> in my household when my girlfriend and I come home we typically do take our shoes off but if somebody comes over which isn't a lot of people uh, we don't make them take their shoes off just it's whatever they're comfortable with right yeah. and that's kind of how I always viewed it because some people don't want to show their feet some people are self-conscious. Maybe they got a weird smell coming out of there. Maybe they have an embarrassing tattoo they don't want people to know about. You never know. You never know. <laughs> All right. We got Miley from Sonoma on the phone. Miley, what do you think? It's bad luck in Hawaii to wear your shoes in the house. Is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. However, my husband doesn't agree with that practice, so we're like half and half. But if we go to my mom's house, who's transplanted from Hawaii as well, we have to take off our shoes. When other people come over, have you ever watched her tell other people to take off their shoes? No. Got because it. when and my kids are at her house, there's never anybody else at her house. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9.